This episode is brought to you by The Social Circle Vancouver. The Social Circle Vancouver is a group of Vancouver's finest socialites and social rejects. Everyone's crawling out of a pandemic and getting back to life as normal. Come join us by following our telegram at The Social Circle Vancouver. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is not bought to you by Google, but if you know what's good for you, go ahead and use the Google search and search up every bit of what we're speaking about on this episode. You can thank me later. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to WTF Landia Radio Show. Now, before I get up, before I get into my, you know, topic of the day. Let's go on and ex- examine exactly what does WTF stand for. Well, here's what I like to do personally. Personally, I had this epiphany during the very beginning of a certain pandemic that we were involving ourselves with in the early 2020s. Seems like a century ago, doesn't it? When I say it that way. <laughs> um, I was, I believe, I want to say I was coming out of the shower or waking up for a dream. Either, either or. It's very, I don't know, it's very vague and to- two totally different spaces in the house. But he's either waking up for a dream, from a dream, or coming out of the shower. Maybe I slept in the shower that night. I don't know, I'm not sure. It was the beginning of the pandemic. Things were getting weird. So I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Um, Yes, that's where I came up with the name WTF Landia. And frankly, for me personally, it was like, what the freak? Okay. It might have even been a stronger F word at that point. You know, I'm a Christian girl, but I've always, I've, I've always been honest about the fact that I'm working around my, you know, natural self. Now, here's what a Christian girl means to me. It means, you know, I'm not going to throw myself. Well, I'll get into that. No, no, because this is what we're this is what we're going to be talking about shortly. But, um, you know, I believe in Jesus and all the reasons why Jesus did, uh, you know, die to um, save the world of our ratchetness. But we'll get into that more. But, um, yeah, WTF. Landia and the stronger F word would be just like my natural human disposition to like, you know, be ratchet and raunchy. And I, I, I'm kind of like trying to pray about the fact that I want, you know, not to be swearing a lot using curse words because I just don't want to, I want, I want that. I want to be able to be able to be like taken authentically true when I'm speaking about the Lord. And I don't want to be like, well, that girl's a Christian and she cusses and she fusses. And have you seen her boyfriend? And, and did you see the sex tape they made? I don't want that connected to my name. There's already that from my past. Pick and prod and poke at that. Okay. But what we're not going to do as I step into my future self and, uh, you know, own my relationship now that I have with God and Jesus is, uh, try to keep that around. So I'm shaking off the dust from the old former self, and then, uh, you know, putting on a new robe of righteousness, right? That says, I'm going to, I'm not really saying that WTF has to mean to you what the, it could mean what the freak, it could mean where they from and where they do that at. And there's all this stuff that brought us here into this real, really, really wild world of WTF. <laughs> so honestly, it's like a painting. I'm going to leave the perspective up to the listener to the viewer and to whatever, you know, look, I create the art, you take it and you, 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 you know, even if I said, this is exactly what I want you to know about this podcast episode, guess what you're going to do? 
You're going to take it and you're going to make it work for whatever it is that you need it out of it. You're going to be like, I heard her say, where they do that from? And I'm from Chicago and we do the best pizza. I mean, you could, you could, that, that could have been where your thoughts went. I'm not sure. I'm not saying that we talked about pizza at all at the top of this episode, but you could have went there. It's because we're humans. <laughs> we, we're going to see things and do things the way we, <laughs> we choose to, right? But all I can do is tell you my intentions and uh, let you make your own, you know, references and your own understanding of things from that point forward. Because again, it's art, folks. It's not meant to sway or guide. It's just meant to share, you know, it's just meant to share. That's all. And speaking of sharing, I was, um, you know, I take I take hiatuses, pilgrimages, times times away um pilgrimages maybe not the word i take some hiatuses from uh social media from time to time one when i need to clear my head two when i just don't find that it's useful at all i'm i'm, I'm involved in my my uh, life relationships and people that i enjoy being around i shut it off and i just leave it alone or, you know, I post in the evening or post when I'm doing absolutely nothing. Because when I'm doing things, what people maybe that don't know me is I don't post. I don't post what I'm actually doing. I just like post the, the things that I'm vaguely not doing, right? So, um, but I did, I did have time today on Sunday. Yesterday I also had some time. Uh, I was relaxed Saturday. It's a Saturday that I've got, you know, the week prior to that, I got lots of work done. And I just, you know, sat sitting in my peace of mind and, and uh, allowing, you know, just calm to set in. And it was a Netflix kind of a day. I never really get into Netflix because there's other things I can get myself into, but I try to get into it. And, um, so I had the day off, but I didn't spend a lot of time on social media. Maybe I posted a couple things here and there. But today, I had the time. Today is a super chillax Sunday. Now, Sundays, I have intentions of making relaxed days. That's usually my intent. Saturdays, I'm usually more busy or sometimes more busy uh, than I'm not. Um, and that could just be with anything, just, you know going for a walk, hanging out with a friend, you know, um, doing things with my children and things like that. But, uh, Sundays, my intentions are usually to be easy like Sunday morning, easy like Sunday morning. Is that, um, said it's easy. Oh, Lionel Richie. I don't know. Somebody. Easy like Sunday morning. I believe that is Lionel Richie. Anyways, um, I had time on this easy Sunday morning to respond to something that I had seen pop up on my Instagram feed. And uh, it was something to the tune of, I like, I like to follow a lot of social justice, humanitarian um, pages, um, f for my personal interest, right? Otherwise I'm studying, the, I'm following politics, the news, mainstream media, see what they, what they're all talking about because they all follow the same script. And then alternative news is what they call it to see what's really underneath there. Um, that we're not actually being pointed our attention towards like we mainstream news will tell us about Kanye and Kim and Pete, the, Green screen Davidson. That guy looks like he stays in the basement and just sits there. And Kim Kardashian pulled him out of that basement, shook him off, and he and he's got a little more color in his cheeks. But um, I don't know why all the girls in the industry like him. He's like an industry piece, you know, kind of like Derek Jeter, where every girl needs a chance at him. And I, I it just I'm not really understanding what it what it what the guy got. You know, as soon as I make my first million, I'm not gonna pull Pete. Davidson out of the repertoire of guys to date. So it's not my thing. But Kim, you go off, girl. Um, but yeah, so mainstream media might tell us to uh, <laughs> to focus on Kim and Kanye and Skeet's, you know, beef. 
Other times, you know, it might be like, well, there was a um, mass assassination of, you know, 80 Saudi Arabians or, you know, over in, you know, the Middle East, things like that might, might be what we we're drawing our attention to on the other alternative media side, right? So it's a balance. Life is about balance, people. Some may call it yin and yang. Some may call it good and bad. Some may call it right and wrong. Some may call it fake news and real news. Truth news. It's up to you to decipher and figure out for yourself. Are you led in one direction or another? Or do you are you a free thinker? So I like to have balance. And I like to express my total balance on, um, you know, when I share my thoughts. It's not often I'll share all of my comments and thoughts. But I do. From time to time when I get the feeling that I need to be able to allow people to read my opinions. And in this particular post, it was on Powwow Grounds 2 Instagram page. And it said, Native Christians. And it had the semicolon. Turn off Indian horse. I can't watch it. And then me, learn the truths of your religion. And so... To that, and it's like a guy pulling this woman's eyes open to show her the truth. She needs to see the truth. These Christian Catholic people, look at this, what you've done. And so I said, hmm. Because I grew up and we just at the beginning of this said religion. Do you remember I said that word religion? I grew up as a Christian. Now, if you grew up as a Christian, it means that is the religion that you most likely um, uh, relate to, let's just say, right? Or you grew up that way and you kind of ushered in by your mother and father. They took you to church and so you automatically became it. Now, whether you, you decided to keep that religion when you grew up or find your own way when you grew up, it's totally, you know, up to you. Um, and that's where in the future, your future self figures out whether religion or relationship is your deal. And so here we are. Here's my thoughts. We're going to talk about thoughts and then we're going to talk about how I feel. Right. Well, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to maybe express, you know, how you may feel the listener. Hi, I hope you're well. Again, this is Char Michelle. If I didn't share a thought or 13, then we would just be here listening to white noise. And we're not. We're here listening to that good, good. All right, so here's my comment to this. Now, again, it said, Native Christians, turn off that Indian horse. I can't watch it. Me, and this is the quotation mark um, or the um, semicolon, learn the truth of your religion. It's just like me and then no one said, right? Okay, so, well, I said, Love Char Michelle chimes in and says, we got to remember, Jesus did not create a religion around himself or his teachings. Man did and caused divisiveness by doing so. Don't blame Jesus. He came to love and save. Jesus also wasn't white. White skin was a curse according to the Bible. And all that said is we can stop serving man or making Jesus a white man or any other kind of man and serve God through the active faith and Holy Spirit guidance. Okay. And then this girl chimes in. Love, Char Michelle. Not the right time. Please honor Native people's pain. And I put, pardon? Jesus wouldn't have had anything to do with perpetuating what the Catholic Church did. It's beyond painful. And I honor my people. And I also would, and for the record, there's always the right time to step in and set the record straight on who Jesus actually is. The Catholic Church and Christians destroyed that for far too long. Not on my watch. Jesus would never. And she put, love Michelle, Michelle, Jesus being a good guy as an individual does not change at the fundamental theology of religion surrounding him created the space for many of the worst atrocities committed around the world. And I put, no one is arguing that. But what we aren't going to do is blame 
Jesus. Men did this. And mainly whites. Okay. And uh, then we go on to say, Love Char Michelle, Jesus was a man. And if his doctrine was communicated in such a way that it can be used to justify so many evil things, and yes, it is partly the responsibility of the author of a philosophy for how it's executed. Oh, I go on to say, not at all. Man did what they wanted with the doctrine Jesus left behind. Man is evil innately and Jesus knew that, which is why he took a pilgrimage to die for our future sins. Your theology of that sentiment is akin to saying, I ate pasta, me, Char Michelle, and posted it on my Insta story and tagged the restaurant. Then you bought that same pasta and it made you have diarrhea. So it's my fault. Ooh, Petty Char is in the place, y'all. <laughs> to which she replied, nature terse. Love, Char Michelle, that's a completely different example. If I told you knives are dangerous, didn't explain how or why, and then you injured yourself with one, well, that's my fault. In the same way, speaking about purity and whatever else, but giving no frame of reference for it is what resulted in Christians being perpetuators of genocide. Jesus' death is ironically a pretty good example of him and his doctrinal Bible being super vague. You have to examine it pretty closely to understand what his death was supposed to mean. Whereas other theologies just tell you what they're about. I mean, people ask why Jesus even had to die all the time. And it's a completely fair question because really there is no reason. <sighs> to which I replied, he died because he chose to connect his sacrifice to our faith in the future. He's the only way to God. Why? Question mark. Because if you don't believe in Jesus dying for your sins, then you ultimately don't believe you even need to get to heaven. I pray you find your faith and truth, not through vague words of any book. Books. Even the dictionary is left to your own vices to create explanations of it. The devil, however, is the author of confusion and a man who practices religion and Man who practices religious doctrine and not relationship with God will continue to lead the perpetuated untruth of a love of Jesus. Stay blessed and seek the Holy Spirit for guidance. And that is my response. Okay. So now this is what we are looking at as far as my commentary section on Sunday easy Sunday morning. Now here's what I did. I know that in my very petty way, I made her voice while reading her comments sound very accusatory and silly. And I made my voice while whilst reading it, my comments back sound very astute and very, um, authoritative. That's the human me. That's the faulty person in me. And that's probably not the way that Jesus wanted me to deliver that. See, I just called out my own flaws. I'm not going to go ahead and erase and redo that episode, that segment. I'm going to leave it there because that's what Jesus died for. <laughs> for people who serve God and get fed up and come back and clap back at people with less than love. And more of I'm right and you're wrong. That's kind of how I presented that. Right? I'm just going to be honest here. I'm going to lay it on the line because here's the thing. Is we think that, you know, because we believe in Jesus, then we're all good. We're saved. We're getting to heaven. No problem. I can come on Sundays, write a comment here and there, or go to church for, you know, 30 minutes to five hours, depending on what kind of church you go to. Some churches you go in there, you expect to be in and out by 12, by two o'clock, 12 o'clock, 12 to two, nine to 10. And you in there for 18 hours eating and then going back in for more. That's black churches for sure. Right. I don't know what other churches do that, but I know the black people do. Our churches do that. Ooh, it's a mess. The food be good though, but we don't want to, we don't want to be there that long. We didn't, we didn't, we, we're good. We just want to be outside with our friends, but 
So all that said is I just gave you a very clear indication of why Jesus died to save us for, for this type of thing. For people who are going to meet up in the future and have this conversation about why Jesus died. What was Jesus' intention? Why were things so vague? And how come I can't relate to it? Well, because one, we have to take a step back and yes, read further into it. You can't read the Bible once and then try to think you have it all figured out. It's just like if you read Harry Potter, you might want to read it again. You probably find something you didn't see in there before. It's not like reading Harry Potter. It's way different. There's so many more stories in the Bible. And they have some much spiritual and significant meaning to it rather than it just being fictionary tales. It's not a fictionary tale at all. It's literally the truth. And there, I'll, I'll explain to you guys later in other episodes why I think and I know that the Bible is speaking the truth. But here's what I'm just saying in this episode is religion has been just that. Two people in the comment section saying, I'm right and you're wrong. And you're not, you're not going to get my part, point. I'm not going to get yours. So you're not going to heaven and I am and you're not. And that is not what Jesus wanted. That is definitely not what God sent Jesus to come and accomplish. God sent Jesus to literally do this, to show faith through action and love so that later on we're in this world and we know that there's so much wrong going on, but we feel a certain way, but we don't know how, how to, what to do with it. We can connect to the story of Jesus and realize why he did what he did. If we believe that story in order to give us a life worth living, because there's something to look forward to in the afterlife, right? Because if we don't have anything to look forward to, what are you really living for? Like, you don't have to have faith. You're just like, I just, I just believe whatever I know. Here's a universe praying. It's the universe that's bringing it. Oh, that's the universe. Like, what is it? What does that even mean? I know that God created the universe. So what, what are you, what's out there that you're praying to? The universe. What do you mean? Is, I, I'm not trying to see. And there we go. Char Michelle, the Christian being capping right now. I'm capping. I'm trying to figure it out, but I'm doing it in a way that's not filled with very much love because that's why I have to pray and have to have faith and understand that number one, at some point that kind of response won't be active in my life because I will have let it die by giving it all to Jesus, by letting what he did in the actions of dying, literally not metaphorically, but literally for our sins to metaphorically speaking in the future, like understand that that death meant that we could live in truth because we honor, understand that, you know, we don't want to live a certain way that gives us death, right? I'm not a preacher, so I'm not trying to come here and be this Baptist preacher that's, you know, got it all figured out and spent a whole lot, a lot of time making that my title. It's not. But what I do is I, what I do and what I am is I'm a child of God. And some of my friends call me sister evangelist. And that's because maybe, frankly, I don't mind sharing who Jesus really is, Yeshua. You know, many people like to call Jesus Yeshua, Yeshua, Jesus, the same name. It's just different, you know, sayings. And we have to remember that when the Europeans came and got a hold of the Bible, they wanted to make Jesus white so that people would serve whiteness instead of the man that was also a problem so that's why people get mad and they go i don't want to serve that white thing that white jesus no it's stop and we still are fighting the the longest war to ever exist we're fighting a race war we're fighting a war against against racism it is never it's, it's been battled since the beginning of time it'll never end it's still happening right now in in world war three that we're in when I get into World War Four by the end of 2022, there's so many different wars breaking out right now over the world. It's wild, right? Seriously. So that's where we are. And we are, we are like people. Now you get people who are people of color. Black people are like, I don't want to be a Christian. I don't want to serve Jesus because Jesus is white. So then you're missing a whole bunch of people who could, in fact, actually understand who Jesus really was, but they're going to X that out because he's white because white people have committed so many atrocities against blacks and pe black people and people of color throughout time. And they don't want to be associated with that. And that's wrong. So wrong. 
because it's not right. It's not truth. You know what I mean? So then you, you were losing people to know who Jesus really is and why Jesus did actually take the pilgrimage to the cross with the thorns on his head and getting spit at and kicked and stomped in order to literally connect his actions to our faith. Because what happened was really when he, before he died, he was like, let me go They're They're out. There's a search party out looking for me. They come in to get me. I'm just going to give you a long story, short, short story, long. You can find it in Matthew, I believe. But he was like, look, I'm going to find out. I'm going to do a whole series, I think, on this. But um, he was like, all right, look, I'm about to go. He went and he, as soon as he found out they were coming to get him, he was like, oh, gosh, here they come. You can could, could feel it off the page when I'm reading this. He was like, okay, um, I'm going to go over here and pray. So he goes and he lays face down on the ground. And he's like, God, not my, not Jesus's word, my interpretation. Okay, chill. I got to do it my way. He falls down face to the ground. And he goes, Lord, look, God, is this what we're doing now? Are we finna really about to do this? I don't really want to do this. But I mean, if I have to do it, I'll do it. To connect to, for people to, you know, to be saved, I'm going to do it. But all right, now, if I'm being honest, I'm uncomfortable. So he does it, and then he goes, and he tells his boys, the disciples, three of them, like, look, come with me. Peter being one of them, and he's like, you know, come come with me. I'm about to go over here and pray. I need, <laughs> I'm not comfortable. When they come in, like, I'm about to die tonight. Y'all should know this. And they're going to come, and you're going to deny me. Some Peter, you, you saying, I love you, and I'm about to die with you tonight. You are a liar. You don't know it yet, but you're about to deny me three times tonight. And Peter's like, no, I would never. I'm right with you. Do the wheels fall off? And Jesus goes, all right, well, come over here and pray with me because, you know, it's about to go down. So Jesus walks over with Peter and the other two. And he goes and he lays down. He lays prostrate on the uh, floor. means face down. It means you throw your body on the floor and just start praying, right? Face to the floor, feet down. You're just praying like, oh, my gosh, Lord, it's really about to go down. This is not good. This feels uncomfortable. I've done I've done enough. Haven't I? Haven't I done enough? Maybe I can get myself out of this. No, nah, I can't do that because then I will be missing the mark and I won't be doing what I'm supposed to do on this earth. I've come this far. And so he's praying and he's praying over there and he looks over and these dang bats asleep. He looks over Peter and, and the gang and fell asleep peacefully. You know why? They don't have that pressure on their shoulders. They're not about to die tonight, like Biggie, notorious B.I.G. said. They're not about to die. Jesus is about to die. He knows it because his father has confirmed it. Father, God in heaven, the omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipresent God. It's like, it's going, this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yes, it's confirmed. Oh, the angels came and let them know it's about to happen. So... Jesus goes over and basically kicks Peter in the ankle like, hey, bro, wake up. You can't even just stay up a little longer with me. I'm about to I'm about to literally die. And I'm just over here trying to pray. And I asked you guys to pray and you guys fell asleep. Now, can you wake up? Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad, Lord. I'll stay up and I'll pray. And then he goes back. Jesus goes back over and continues to pray. Anyways, all that to say is uh, Jesus ends up leaving everything happens they come they find peter and they like do you know who jesus is he's like huh but they turn into an owl he don't know jesus i don't know who that is i don't know who that man is like kiki watts i don't know who that man is that's what they did that's what peter did to jesus three times not once but thrice and all of a sudden Jesus is carrying that cross with them thorns on his head in order to say, you know what? I'm going to fulfill what I come. I'm not going to just come here, heal people, live a semi-perfect life, be try, be convinced by the devil that I'm not God and to try to commit suicide by throwing myself off of a mountain because I can save myself. No, nah, I prevented that. I said, get thee behind me, Satan. I'm not doing that. I haven't eaten in 40 days and I ain't stupid. Right? So, Okay, now, I just want to just go on to say that if you're following along with me thus far, this is just my, 
<laughs> rendition of various stories from the Bible. It's how I read it when my mind, when my eyes go down the page. You read it and see for yourself. It is that cool though. And it is that wild. And it may be that confusing to you until you read it again, which therefore, like the girl says, it's a little vague. Yes, everything is vague. Anything, even the dictionary can be vague. If I look at the word blue and I go, but blue, eh, what do you mean? But I, I'm talking about uh, turquoise. Well, and then you go in there and you see the synonyms or antonyms are, are, are you know, elaborating more, elaborating more upon what that blue is, right? So yes, anything can be vague. But when you attach the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is basically God's gift to us, like the spirit of God that goes in there and explains things deeper. And it's going to be like, you know what, actually, this is what it means for you, not for Sarah, not for Paul, not for John, but for you, Shar, and for you, you know, Sam, and for you, Sarah, and for you, Chris, and for you, Tom, this is your own specific, whatever it means to you. So the thing about it is that we're all so unique and we all have a unique fingerprint, which means we're all one of a kind, which means my interpretation is going to be, even if it's relative or similar to someone else's, it's going to be my own interpretation. And what I'm supposed to take from it is going to be my own specific take because I am my own person. Even if I walk out of the room, I might walk out of it, the room with my foot tilted to a little bit more to the left than Tim's foot's tilted. Listen, all that's saying is that we're all going to do something different all the time. We're not the same. We are not the same. But Jesus is the same yesterday and forever. And the intention that Jesus had, Yeshua had while being on this earth was for us to understand that we about to get into some wild, wild ways of the world. It's about to be lit. And you can't be throwing race over top of it and your color and my color and this and this is why I don't like you because of this. We got to stop it. It's the oldest war ever fought is the war over race, racism. And it's been perpetuated mainly against black people, people with black skin. And we still fight in the same war. But if we can move that barrier out of the way and just serve God and not man, then we don't have to fight over nobody color skin, white, brown, black, red, yellow, and realize that we are all under the same umbrella. And that's under the gift that Jesus gave us as he died on that cross, which is the blood of salvation. Like, that's it. He came to being like, look, you're going to have, you're going to suffer a lot. Because there is a such thing as hell. Now that Adam and Eve, that's a whole nother story. Again, I might go into this later if I feel like I can. If I feel like I can give it to you in that kind of a vague and faulty fashion. That I just gave it to you in. Because I'm just human. Not my word. Not my, not Jesus' words of mine. But the concept is there. Right? But you know what I mean? So if you can find out that you are, you know, the reason that Jesus did that, if you can find the understanding and the truth behind that particular narrative is that literally Jesus came to die for you, all of you, including me. But you have to understand that your impact on this world is going to be different because if you accept God into your heart, if you accept Jesus into your heart, then you're going to have like things that you're supposed to do in order for other people to connect their faith to yours, which is your faith connected to Jesus's, which is a faith that we have an afterlife in heaven to look forward to. And we don't have to end up in hell because once Adam and Eve ate that apple, there was a lake of fire presented. And it's a real true fact. There are people's accounts for it all over. If you don't believe it, that's up to you. I have my questions too. I'm starting to believe more and more because I spend more and more time searching for answers and talking to God. People talk to therapists. People talk to, I want to do that too. People talk to priests and pastors, but they're man. They're going to give you their opinion. Just like me, I'm a woman, man. You know, man means human. I'm giving you what I know, my opinion. I'm not someone that you should base all your everything on. Don't do that. That's silly. Do it. Don't do that. 
And I'm pretty cool and I have some pretty good directional, you know, services I like to get. People call me a life coach for almost my entire life. But that's just because I want people to be better. Not because I want to tell you how you need to live your exact life. You need to make those decisions. I'm just going to give you maybe a blueprint. That's what pastors and preachers and teachers and theologians and book writers and authors and film directors and things. That's what they do. They use their gifts in order to give you a visual maybe or a blueprint of where you are going to take it next based on what God has called you to do. That's all. (laughs) It's not a whole lot more to it. Right? If you want to, you know, understand about your, you know, reason and meaning why you've, why Jesus would do that for you, just understand because Jesus knew what hell was going to be like and no one needs to be there. Not based on not knowing or not believing just the simple fact that a man came on earth, uh, that God came on, is on earth is in the form of a man to literally just show you that you are worth dying for. You believe everything else. You believe that your pronoun is a is a is a um, Toyota Corolla. I mean, literally, in TikTok they got people whose pronouns is Honda Civic. I can't. I'm done with y'all. If you can believe that, then you can believe in Jesus dying for you for to 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 live a better life and actually live in heaven. If not, try it out, and then ask the Holy Spirit again. That's God's divine, you know, spirit to come to to show you more. About what it is. Not just what Char Michelle said on WTF Landia Radio. But more of what that means for your particular life. And that way you have like some sort of a faith to look forward to. It's just like when things go wrong. You start to think of the, the what could go right. That's faith. And that gives you hope. Faith gives you hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The essence of things unknown. The evidence of things unknown. We hope, but we don't know. But why not give us hope in something that's good and something that's, you know, possibly going to save my entire life from like damnation of hellfire that I can never get used to. Everybody thinks you're going to go to hell. It's going to be a ra- like some k- kind of like motley crew party where everybody's looking over at each other and drinking beers and having a stab at like, you know, their favorite, you know, Pamela Anderson and you know, and, and, and all the other rock, rock star wives and all oh, I make and holler at her when I'm down there. No, it's not that it is not anywhere. No one wants to end up. It's fire and brimstone. It smells like sulfur. Sulfur smells like eggs, volcanic, darker than you can imagine eggs. Is that where you want to go? Is that where you want to be? Is that where you, is that where you feel like you're, is that your pronoun? hell no is that your destination is that on your gps map map if it is and you know i'm just praying for you because i don't think so i feel like it's not going to be a party where people rage i think it's going to be a desolate place it's going to be no one speaking to anybody they're going to be roaming around you're not going to see your hand in front of your faith because you can just smell and feel and touch the darkness the darkness is going to be thick thicker than canadian molasses And then the smell and then the burning and the screams and the cries of people who, you know, just brushed the Jesus's actions off, not took the religion that mankind made around Jesus, but brushed him off because he was white or because there's no way he did that. He slept with such and such and had a baby and this and that, that and this and just stop, stop and breathe and say, Jesus, all right, if you're real, show me who you are. Okay, Michelle told me if I want to have a chance at figuring it out, I'm going to ask you to show up and show me your truth. And then you just whisper something in your silence of your heart, something that you want God to answer and watch God come answer it for you. Have faith. Be like, God, and this is a good example. Be like, God, if you're real, I want a maple, maple donut to show up at my office space randomly tomorrow. You don't have to say that. It's not going to happen probably for 15 of you. And you're going to be like, see, God's not real. Don't do that. Find something that that resonates in your heart that you need God to <laughs> answer and give him that opportunity to show up for you. That's all I'm going to say for you for this. Okay? Do that. And then get your answer. And then go from there. Because 
If you can even find an inkling of truth out of it, then you're on the right path to salvation. I love you. And I hope that you will take this part serious. We're living in some wild times, not vague times, wild ones. And the only way to the truth is through seeking the knowledge and understanding. And my truth is through Jesus. Later. Welcome to the show. And this is just a part two of what we were already discussing. And it's kind of just going right back into how Jesus actually works. And it's really cool because I was sitting here uh, this evening and my dear old lad, my son, classic, (laughs) he uh, comes in and we're talking about his day, right? Talking about his day. And uh, let me tell you a little background story to this kid. He, uh, he's a really heart smart guy. He feels a lot of stuff. And uh, he typically will he'll take on a little stress. More stress than his young mind and body and soul should take on in my mom opinion. But uh and then so I'll, I'll notice it and I'm kind of like, I'm very short. Like, hey, 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 chill. Relax. Not that serious. Nothing is ever that serious to me, right? Because it, I be, you know, I can multitask. I'm literally going insane and chilling at the same time all the time. <laughs> I can do it all. <laughs> but my kid, he's, he's one, one track guy. He's like, I'm going to stress myself to no end. And it's all going to bad and I'm like yo bro chill anyways he's also very wise and very bright and uh he's also a kid that really really um has figured out his prayer life and how to talk to God and he came in this evening so that's a little little background to you know the kid I'm talking about but uh then he comes in to uh to chat with me just before bedtime and um and he said something really profound. And see, in this episode, we've been talking about Jesus and who he was. And we want to make Jesus relative. We want to make him real, relatable. Because, honestly, he was. Jesus was a, 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 a guy. Jesus was, you know, a human being. Just like we are. So he felt and he had a, a personality. He had a sassy little attitude. When people weren't, you know, doing too much. You know? And, uh, and we get that. We're going to get that candor out of Jesus because that's who he was. But I did not even understand life. There was two points that my son gave me this evening. And he just happened to stick around. I said, hey, you mind if I pop you in here in the room in the studio to give us a little, uh, give the audience what you just gave me? Because it changed my life. And this guy is a guy who's 13 years old. He prays. He fasts when he needs to. He, uh, he, he, he doesn't realize how in tune he is with, uh, with Jesus. And uh, he helps me out a lot by just saying things that he wouldn't even know. It's really reflective of maybe what I was even going through that day. So this guy's keen. I'm always going to brag on my kids. I mean, until I can't anymore. But, uh, classic. Hi, buddy. Can you, um, share with the audience what you just said? It literally made my perspective on light. And the man who is Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, the Lamb of God. It made him really, really, really even more real than I ever even thought. Talk to the, talk to the audience about about what you just told me. Well, um, I was just talking here with my mom, and I was thinking that something I learned in science class was lights 
although you can feel it and you can technically see it, you don't see how fast it travels back and forth to illuminate a room. I was thinking that's like Jesus. Jesus, tra- like he helps us all out. He illuminates the room. He gets rid of the darkness. But nobody can see how fast he travels for everyone in the world, for everyone's, for everyone to be illuminated, for everyone to get out of that darkness, for everyone to see the light, for everyone who's like, for everyone basically who's, who's praying, who's like, you know, calling to him, and like, there's a lot of people in this world, right? Seven billion. Seven point five billion people. And at least a certain margin of that how many people you how many percentage of that 7.5 billion you think is praying right now well i don't know i know there is only 33% of the earth is christians in total and i would say probably like 20 or 27 probably cuz a lot of christians pray at night mm-hmm. and it's night where we are in Vancouver, oh, British. I forgot. I forgot. And it's and it's morning in other places. So probably like maybe fifteen. And a lot of people pray in the morning too. Yeah, a lot, lot of a lot of people. I I pray before school when I'm walking sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Okay, that's actually really cool. Um, a fact: thirty-three percent of the world is Christian. See, I didn't know that either. That's the thing. Here, here's what I gotta say, guys. If you think you know, you don't know, because as soon as you're done learning, you you. you you're just done so i'm learning something every day and always learn from the youth trust me they are way more keen and they got google we didn't have google (laughs) and they got youtube (laughs) and they got tiktok (laughs) but i want to go back to what you just said that then there's another profound second part to that but what he said was basically what i heard was basically um you know there's a bunch of people Maybe 27 million? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, there's 7 billion people and there's 33% Christians. I actually have people praying right now. How many people are praying? I was thinking like 17 or 27. Actually, yeah, 27 because morning and night. Okay, so about 27 million maybe at, at various points of this, this, this podcast special are praying. You know, even if they're not praying on their knees, see, here's the thing, is I think most people think that you need to be on your knees to be praying. That's not necessarily the case. You, I'm going to tell you what, I'm a literal, I literally probably pray 90% of the day in my head. And now that you can wear a mask, you know, I be praying underneath my mask <laughs> when I really need to get it. <laughs> when I just can't contain it inside of my brain. But no, truly, you can be praying in your brain like, God, like, Lord, like, this, I'm going through this, you know, rough point today. I have this exam and it's just like, I, I don't feel ready. Those are prayers. Or, you know, life is really, how am I going to make, you know, um, this, you know, this team or how am I going to. How am I going to get this job? How am I going to make ends meet? How am I going to do, you know, whatever, whatever the prayer is? How am I going to get healthy so that, you know, you know, just prayers are so vast. You know, you can be praying for your children that maybe there's lots of children who are in a a hospital or a hospice right now. And uh, there's a lot of parents who are praying that God like does a miracle that Jesus can miraculously heal them right so there there's there's these prayers going and guess what those prayers are acts of faith and and jesus is the light of the world according to the bible and so what he was saying was because i turn the light off i go classic here's the thing buddy well i thought i was teaching him something and he taught me something (laughs) that's how life works i love it so i thought i was like classic look look here's the thing is that i go who do you have in you? And he's like, Jesus. And I said, well, guess what? Jesus is. He said, what? Jesus is the light. Oh, cool. And I'm like, yeah. And, and, and you know, and the devil is the dark. I said, so when you have a light in you, what does the light do? And I flicked off my little lamp next to my bedside table. And I said, I flicked off the light and it was dark. And I said, okay, so what happens when we flick this light on? And we flicked it on. And he goes, oh, I go, it chases away the dark. It makes it run. 
and he goes, oh, mom, and then bam. Do you know how fast light moves? So we basically collaboratively let the Holy Spirit give us the big, 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 bang, bang. <laughs> and now we're here to share with the rest of the world. Jesus is the light. Jesus is running from Saudi Arabia to Korea to Vancouver to L.A. to Compton Watts. New York City, Singapore is running everywhere. Greece, there are Christians everywhere in the world, right? There's always going to be at least a percentage of Christians in one place. And there's also going to just be this. There's also going to be people just praying. Just praying. Literally to pray because they need to hear from the Lord. And so that's also a very cool thing because you know what? I read this scripture today and I think it's going to tie it all in together here if you ask me. It is ingenious and it kind of is going, and this is also again the way the Holy Spirit works. You know what? We can all, we'll talk about this way more in many more episodes of WTF Landia. We're not a religious podcast. We are about that Jesus life. We are about that. Jesus didn't create a religion. Jesus created the everything, the word. Jesus created the meaning of life. Jesus is the light. So we're going to, we're going to, I assure you, we don't shy away from speaking on that. And so the Holy Spirit is, is, you know, the voice of God. And so the Holy Spirit had me run into this scripture earlier today, I think, just to coincide with what this is. Because we were saying that there's Christians praying. Well, guess what Romans 10, 13 says in the message version of the Bible. Well, Romans 10, 13 says, scripture reassures us. No one who trusts God like this heart and soul will ever regret it. It's exactly the same, no matter what a person's religious background may be. The same God for all of us, acting the same incredibly generous way to everyone who calls out for help. Everyone who calls help, God gets help. Woo! That's amazing. I never even knew that verse. I never <laughs> I never in my entire life, I'm not gonna age myself, y'all. I'm not telling you how, but how long I've been a thing on this earth, I've never knew that, and that also dispels all of those ideas of you have to be a certain religion to hear God. Have God hear you? If you call to God, He will always answer you. The Bible is not ever one to lie. Let me tell you that it will never. Human beings will lie, but the Bible has been okayed, and it's the it's the it's the weapon of truth, and it says it just there. I'm gonna read it one more time so you know it, so you don't feel like you're out of the reach of God's love, you know. Period. Like not at all. Scripture reassures us that no one who trusts God like this, heart and soul, will ever regret it. It's exactly the same no matter what a person's religious background may be. The same God for all of us, acting the same incredibly generous way to everyone who calls out for help. Everyone who calls help, help God, gets help. Period. You heard it there first. You heard it there. And that is all facts, no fiction. Because the Bible can't lie. And again, in, in the New King James Version, if you want to hear it in the old school way, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I remember that. I do remember that. But I still, when I read it that way, I just thought that whoever calls who was a Christian get, got that help. But nope, it reassures us that you, people who don't feel like you even relate to understanding all these names, Jesus and Jesus, Yeshua and Yahweh and God and uh, why, why do I have to figure this out you do you have to figure it out because you wouldn't call your mom um, Starlight if her name was Sarah you would call her Sarah okay <laughs> you don't want to re- <laughs> you don't want to rename your mother she won't answer you therefore you have no food on the table so 
so cool because what we figured out is that Jesus is like Jesus is moving so fast that yes he is running to you on every part of the planet if you are calling in the name of Jesus if you are calling to God for help God will answer according to Romans 10 13 please believe it believe it please and also part two of what this brilliant young man who is my son classic was saying this evening that made my spidey senses of spiritual life just perk up and it makes me feel like I'm a little bit more ready for Jesus to come back now because I have more answers uh, thanks to my son can you share with the audience uh, the other part of what you said well another thing I was learning in science class was uh, like your immune system and how it works how it defends against pathogens and antigens it works as like these T-cells and white blood cells that are like white blood cells help out against pathogens and antigens but the T-cells are like like the white blood cells like the sun or something but they have to go out and destroy they go out the white blood cells go out they send the T-cells to go and destroy those pathogens those antigens those bad things that are happening so that, it, that the body, the immune system, will be safe from that. So the white blood cells destroy the bad things in the body. Well, the T cells. The T cells. The T cells, which is like sometimes diseases and stuff. The T the T cells destroys the pathogens, like the bad stuff in your body. Like, yeah. If you have the cold, colds, flus, viruses, diseases. It, 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 it defeats those over the period of days or like a week or something. Okay, so what did that? What was that relative to? It was relative like God sending like his only T cell, like white blood cells, sending his only T cell or his only son to these worlds full of sin or this pathogen or antigen to destroy it so that the world or your immune system will stay alive with the light of God in this in your body or in the world i guess <laughs> just making and he goes you know this is actually not that great but i have to share that with you are you kidding me that's actually like i right, listen i'm uh, look guys i think i think if you've been around this radio station this wtf landia radio show with your host sean michelle uh then you know that i like i like simple things and i like to make things lighthearted. and it, it's usually waverly or whimsical thinking it takes you here there and everywhere but hey you're listening i can see and i like it and i appreciate it because you understand just what i understand you understand what i just heard it's brilliant coming from this young man who is who's very humbly sharing this bit of information that changed my life is that jesus is like the god sent his one t cell his one battle body baby jesus on into the body the earth let's just call it to go ahead and battle all the you know the yucky stuff the antigens and the pathogens aka the devil and his demon minions you know in order to save us the body which is the body of christ which is all of us raggedy human beings the t-cell is jesus he came to battle to save the body of Christ so that we might live in eternity. Now, I know I am not reinventing the wheel. I'm not the first one to, to, to talk about Jesus on a podcast, okay? And so, if you're hearing this, I know Jesus gets under the name Jesus will literally get up under your skin if you got some demons in you so if you're feeling anxious and antsy and you want to click this podcast off i feel you but just stick with it don't do that because you know what jesus is the light and the light will run the darkness away and just you know in a minute it'll be gone right so just stick stick with us because jesus is the t-cell jesus came to save you and me we are all raggedy. As far as I'm concerned, if you are a human being, except for if you're my kid, he ain't raggedy. He's so cute. He got dimples. This is the best kid ever. He's smart. He's, ah, thank you, son. But, you know, seriously, 
if you're a human being you on this earth you would not ever i don't care how cute you are or how smart and what kind of career you got and how much bands you got in your bank account i'd like some of them please believe it believe it please however i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put anything before what i am meant to be here on this earth for what god created me to be on this earth for right so i know everything will fall in line but if i don't have these tidbits of knowledge like classic just kicked i'm further back now i'm now i'm astute i got astute level spiritual knowledge now i can't turn back jesus is the antibody he's the t-cell y'all wow so look that's in, that's insane i i don't think i will ever forget that and i truly have you to thank and I, I i think that if you guys can understand that and it just that also breaks the whole mold now we can look at life differently because of the scripture that we just read romans 10 jesus god will answer you whoever you are calling if you're on an airplane and the airplane is going down you're not calling for Muhammad. I've never heard anybody say, Muhammad, help! Or Buddha! <laughs> I've never. Now, I'm not saying that didn't happen. I just never. I've heard somebody, I've heard people say, God, Jesus! Whether they used it in vain or not, that's up, that's up for question and for conversation. But that's what I've heard. And so when you're calling to God, you're expecting an answer, and God will answer. Now, whether the plane goes down or not, that maybe was what was supposed to happen. Everybody's life is different. But what I'm saying is this is something so profound for us to know. And now that you know this on this level in very simplistic ways, one, Jesus is the light of the world. And just like the light, look at Google it, okay? TikTok it, okay? When you turn on the light, it is moving. It is actual particles that you can't see because it moves so fast. But when you turn the lamp on in your room next to your bedside table, that is what you're seeing. It's actually, if you could see it with eyes that were way more advanced, you would see the light actually moving at a speed so enamored that you can't even explain it. That according to classic science class i need to email his science teacher i think we have solved the world's issues (laughs) (laughs) and he told me i sound like nikki kind of avocado oh my lord you guys know that right you guys know that guy and you watch him on youtube he's an asmr guy he's oh oh my gosh anyways no we can't bring nikki kind of avocado let's pray for him but anyways so we got one jesus is the light of the world jesus is going back and forth to all ends of the earth going to answer your prayer going to be there with you going to hear your prayers going to protect you and every all of us every one of us don't ever feel like you're not being heard my lord it's brilliant two god yahweh jehovah el shaddai elohim um all the beautiful names that is is what who our God is known as. Now listen, God saying God to someone is like saying mom in a park. Mom! It doesn't hold a lot of weight. So I'm just telling you what the names that God has referred to himself in is according to the Bible. And that's Elohim El Shaddai, Adonai, Yahweh, Jehovah, Jireh, Jaffra. There are so many beautiful names, but those are the names that we have read according to Scripture. And, you know, Scripture's old, Hebrew, ancient, 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 right? Those words, I think, connect to who God is more clearly, more certainly, as it doesn't dumb down and add uh, lesser value to the word God. God is deep. God is everything. God is the creator. You got that right. And to say the creator and to denote from God uh, Elohim, Yahweh, Jehovah Jireh, El Shaddai, is to denote the name. And, you know, we don't need to do that. We can give weight to, to where it belongs. And yes, if it feels a little bit much, if it feels like I don't know those words and they feel silly and I don't want to say those, okay, expand your brain, 
get with yourself, sit in silence, and and then maybe think about what you're listening to this evening on this podcast episode with uh, our co-host, Classic, and your girl, Char Michelle, and 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 figure out what works in 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 your mind in regards to this topic because it seems now that it's very simple. God sent His Son, Jesus to eradicate the sins of the world so that you may live literally and not die later. Assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the WTF Landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third-party materials or or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast, or the information presented in this podcast.